Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with missionary Greg Savitt. came the festival of dedication and you guys know that means Hanukkah at Jerusalem it was winter and Jesus was in the temple courts walking in Solomon's colonnade Jesus is walking there the Jews who were gathered there saying how long will you keep us in suspense if you are the Messiah tell us plainly Jesus answered I did tell you but you do not believe Did you know that Jesus celebrated Hanukkah? Today, Greg will be explaining that Jesus not only celebrated Hanukkah, but he proclaimed himself to be the Messiah during this celebration. Jesus fulfilled all the Old Testament prophecies concerning his first coming. Are you ready for him when he returns a second time? Now here's Greg with part three of his message entitled, Without Hanukkah, No Christmas. So here's the deal. Judah Maccabee only had oil for one day. What kind of object lesson would be if you went back to the temple, you light the near Tamid, and it goes out the next day? I mean, this would be a disaster. But Judah prayed, and he lit that menorah. And instead of it being lit for one day, it was lit for eight days. And that's where we get the eight nights of Hanukkah. And this Sunday night, Jewish people will take, and this is called the Shamash candle, which is the servant candle, and they would do this prayer. Baruch HaTadonai, Eloheinu Melechlom, Asher Kedeshano, B'mitzvah Tov, V'tzivanu, Lahad Lechner, Shel Hanukkah. So every Jewish person is going to go from right to left, and this is the Shamash candle which is the servant, it's a, little low, it's a little higher. The second night of Hanukkah, you start all over again, but this time you take the shamash and you do one, two. And then until you get eight nights of Hanukkah, it's all lit up. Now, I have to tell you something. When I was a kid, I thought this was the coolest thing. I thought this was the coolest miracle of Hanukkah. In fact, my rabbi said that it was equivalent of driving from Key West to uh, California on one tank of gas. I mean, that's a miracle. So I thought that this was the coolest thing, but you know what the greatest miracle is? That God allowed 7,000 Jewish people, 10 times outnumbered, not trained, without any weapons, that they would able to defeat the third largest army in the world. 
Nothing is too impossible with the Lord. It's also a miracle that Israel, 2,000 years, it was extinct, it was dead, and God has brought it back to be a nation. No nation in the history of the world has ever been dead for 2,000 years. It's a miracle that Israel, smaller than New Hampshire, is surrounded by 22 Arab nations 640 times the size of this nation of Israel. Most of them all want to push it into the sea. And it's been around for 60 years. That is a miracle. Israel has now been the fourth best healthcare. Uh, next to the United States, it's the second best air force. It has one of the most technological nations in the world. And that is only in 60 years. In 1948, it was a desert dry land. And Jewish people literally made Israel into the land of milk and honey. If you guys ever remember Dennis Miller on Saturday Night Live, he has this great joke. He said, uh, he said, Palestinians really wanted to have Israel when Israel started growing grapefruits the size of basketballs. And they really knew how to do that. So that, that's a miracle. But the Jewish people have a difficult decision because remember the Holy of Holies? Do you remember that? It's saturated with blood. What are we going to do with that? See, the God's, God Shekinah, his glory, was in this Holy of Holies. He actually was in the presence of these stones, but they're desecrated. That's a tough one. And the rabbi said, now listen to this, this is important. When the Messiah comes, he will tell us what to do with the stones. But in the meantime, Let's put them in Solomon's colonnade. Now, Solomon's colonnade was a walkway with a porch that you could walk and pray. Now, we're going to go to the New Testament. You know what's kind of interesting? Is the only, chair, only place that you see Hanukkah in the Bible is in the New Testament. Because it came in the intertestamental period. Here we're going to look at Jesus and Hanukkah. Why Jesus is at, at Hanukkah, why he's at Jerusalem, and what he says about himself. John 10, verse 22. Then came the festival of dedication, and you guys know that means Hanukkah. At Jerusalem, it was winter, and Jesus was in the temple courts walking in Solomon's colonnade. Jesus is walking there. The Jews who were gathered there saying, how long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I did tell you, but you do not believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify about me, but you do not believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father has given them to me is greater than no one can snatch them out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. Again, his Jewish opponents picked up stones to stone him. What you need to understand in this passage is pretty fascinating. There's something called the Shalosh Regalim, the three Jewish holidays that Jewish guys Three times a year, we have to schlep up to Tallahassee to celebrate Passover, uh, Shavuot, and the Feast of Tabernacles. It doesn't say anything about Hanukkah. 
So the question is, why is Jesus at Jerusalem at Hanukkah when he doesn't have to be? He wants to say two things. And after I get done with this, you can tell any person that Jesus, if anybody ever said Jesus didn't say he was Messiah or God, you take him to this passage. Because Jesus said to the people, how long do you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus said, I did tell you, but you do not believe. Jesus said, I've told you I'm the Messiah. It reminds me of my kids when they say, Dad, can I stay up and watch this movie? No. Ten minutes later, Dad, can I stay up and watch this movie? No. Or am I the only parent that has this? Uh, I've told you, but you're not listening. Jesus is saying, I've already told you you're the Messiah. Also, Jesus declares, I and the Father are one. And if you know the Hebrew, Jesus is not saying, I agree with God. I'm on the same page as God. But in the Greek and Hebrew, he says, I am in the very essence God. Believe me, smoke came out of the Pharisees' ears. He just said, he is God. And what's the penalty for blasphemy? Stoning to death. And Leviticus 24, verse 13 says, Whoever blasphemes the name of the Lord shall surely be put to death. The entire congregation shall stone him. Here's what I find amazing. Antiochus IV meant visible God 200 years ago. He was not God. 200 years later, we have Jesus, the Son of God. Now, what did the rabbis say about taking those stones? They didn't know what to do with them. When the Messiah comes, he'll tell us what to do, put them in Solomon's colonnade, and we see that in verse 22, Jesus is walking in Solomon's colonnade. The rabbis say, when, when the Messiah comes, he'll tell us what to do. Well, he came. And he tells us he's the Messiah, and he is the Lord. That's pretty good stuff, don't you think? That's amazing. That's why Jesus celebrated Hanukkah on Solomon's colonnade where the exact stones were 200 years ago. He says um, he's the Messiah and he is Lord. Overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. This verse is from the book of Ecclesiastes, and this is at the very heart of the vision for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. Jesus, Pastor Robert, and his wife Elizabeth, a threefold cord presenting God's Word in a way that will inspire you in your own marriage and walk with God. Pastor Robert's vision is that through this fresh method of approaching God's Word, that husbands and wives will be equipped to face the world on a united front, as one team joined together by God, sharing the light of Jesus Christ with the lost and dying world all around us. Monday through Thursday here on Main Thing Radio, we share messages from worship services at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. 
but today's message is unique. As you listened today, we're confident that you heard from God through Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. Well, that's all the time we have here for today. On Monday, Pastor Robert will be back with us teaching through God's Word verse by verse. So make plans to join us on Monday right here on Main Thing Radio.